podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. I am Scott Carney and this week in Club Deck Corner we're taking a break from the norm. We're not going to sit and t- discuss current Rangers news or anything like that. We'll round up everything on Friday. Tonight is all about our channel members Q&A. So I put a post out and you've responded. Uh, everybody that supports um, us by signing up to the YouTube channel, um, either by being a Club at Two supporter or a next level supporter. I put a post out and asked you for your questions and you've responded. So we've decided to do a wee podcast, just have a little bit of fun tonight and take a break from the, the transfer mill, rumour mill, if you like. Uh, so joining me tonight is Alistair Pearson. Ali, how are you, mate? Very well. Scotia you want to hear because his beloved Scotland are playing again yeah. tonight. Um, he was in cloud nine on Saturday after the late 2-1 victory, but um, yeah. yeah, look forward to answering the, the listeners' questions. Yeah, so, I know, I, mean, I don't want to talk about Scotland because I don't really care, but um, it was uh, it was some comeback, to be fair. I mean, they scored the second one, I was like, oh, well, there you go, there you go, because I watched <laughs> that and watched the, I think i seen the set, most of the second half, um, but I, I mean, I can imagine how excited Scotia must have been at that point, mate. You must have had to pull him off the ceiling. Um, right, so yeah, we're just going to answer the question just as a thank you for you um, signing up to the channel. Um, we, you get to answer, answer, uh, ask us anything, really anything you want. I said it didn't have to be Rangers related, could be anything. Uh, you won't be surprised that the majority of it is Rangers related, mate. But uh, yeah, so again, if you want to support the channel, you can. You can sign up for as little as 99p. Uh, the next level supporter is 199. Uh, all you need to do is click the join button on YouTube. And next time we do one of these, you can get the chance to ask us a question. So it is just a wee thank you. So there is some good ones in here, mate. There is some good ones. So we'll just kick off, mate. Um, are you ready, mate? Are you Are you ready? I feel a bit nervous to be honest because I don't know any, any of these questions. It could be anything, absolutely be anything. anything. So yeah, I'm ready, ready not, to go. Yeah, there's not too many. It'll throw you off, right? So first one uh, from David Nemo. Thank you, David. Uh, first Jails game you lads went to. What was your first Rangers game, mate? Oh, I would have been. There's a there's actually a picture of me, car. I think my mum's got it somewhere in a full Rangers tracksuit when I was a bit. Must have been. Six seven, probably my niece's kind of age at the time. Um, full track. So I, I think it was Motherwell. I could be wrong. I don't know Ibrox, but I was I was very very young. Let's just say that. But there's a picture of me in a full track. So it probably worth a, a bob or two now if I still had that. To be honest, because it's a very retro one with the scarf. But um, yes, I think I think it was Motherwell. But I, again, I mean, I'm going back to when I was oh a very wee boy. Yeah, yeah. Mine was Rangers v Arsenal in a friendly, and it was either it's Alan McLaren's testimonial. I think it yeah. was that. It was either that or John Brown. No, it wasn't John Brown's. It must have been Alan McLaren's. Uh, I would say, mate, I was six or seven, I think, something like that. And it was a two each draw. I'm sure. I remember where I was sitting. I was sitting in the Brumy. Um, the Broomlone Rear um, with my dad and we had friends up from England at the time as well and that was my first experience of Ibrox and yeah ever since then I've I've really not stopped going um, it took a wee bit longer for me to be going on a consistent basis uh, I don't remember my first competitive game though that's a that's a right question mate I don't remember two hours ago so I'm, I'm not yeah, the best at these kind of things <laughs> but I don't remember my first competitive game but I remember that, that was definitely my first because I got a scarf and all that bought that time and um that was that was my first experience. That was my first experience. I seen Walter and that as well. I remember seeing him in the the dugout and all that. So yeah, that was the two. It was definitely two each though. I remember it finishing two each. But uh, it was one of those family days, I think. But uh, that's uh, that seems like a million years ago. Literally yeah. a million years ago. <laughs> uh, but the competitive one, pff, man, I would really need to sit down and think. I'd probably need to sit and go through all the results from back then and think what one was I actually yeah. at because. I don't fully remember, but I remember the first time being um, at Ibrox and that was it. And I was hooked. We, were, we both were, mate. We were both hooked. So cheers, David. Thanks for that, mate. Um, next is Finlay Cameron. He's asked, 
A beyond wealthy Saudi consortium comes in with an offer to buy Rangers. Do we tell them no thanks or um, do we say that that boy Haaland might fancy coming to Rangers? Um, his opinion is that he would say no to that. What's your opinion on this, mate? There is another one that slightly ties into this as well, but what was what would your... If you, we were getting linked with some billionaire Saudi prince or whatever, would you be would you be keen on Rangers getting bought over? If he wants to come in and chuck money at us, as long as he keeps everything the same, like Ibrox and all that, and doesn't want to change all that, but if somebody wanted to come in and chuck money at us, like you look at the Premiership with Newcastle and all them, Mm. Yes, I I would be up for it. Um, I, I can, realistically, I can't see it happening because I I know these guys that own these big football clubs, your Man Cities, and that is a bit of a hobby. But at the same time, they they do make money out these clubs in Scotland. Yes, you're not going to make money up here, to be honest. But um, if somebody wanted to come and chuck stupid money, at us yes. The only problem, the only problem is if I, I mean this is all. In a hypothetical, a yes, hypothetical. Yes. If, if somebody came and chucked a wad of money at Rangers, as we are now in the Scottish Premiership, I still don't know how you would attract players. I know you could offer ridiculous wages if somebody came in with that, but would players still want to come and play for any Scot? No, it's mainly the league, if you want to say, rather than Rangers. So. Yes, an interesting one. I would love, I would love it to happen, but I no, I don't think there'll be any Saudi princes or whatever coming our way. <laughs> no, I, I'm in two minds about it, and I'll tell you for why. I, I, I love the idea of it, mate. I love the idea of us being able to progress into the Champions League and go a lot further and get to really exciting, massive ties like European football ties. However, I do think Scottish football as a whole would diminish even further than what already is because unless you've got another team that's going to willing like try and compete with you and I know we obviously look at the Premiership and you see Man City they've obviously been bought over I consider Man City in the nicest possible way that they're not they're not, they're not, they're not like Rangers to me. Um, there's too many people standing there with their phones out when Haaland scoring a goal in the Champions League, for example. They kind of things where I'm like, you should put your phone away, enjoy it, enjoy the moment, live in the moment. No disrespect to Spectrum in that sense, but they're not a not a traditional club the way that I would like to look at Rangers. There's going to be Man City fans watching this. They're not going to be very happy at all. Um, but they obviously they've got, I mean, billions of pounds pumped into them. I don't know how much over the years, and. Uh, but you've still got Man United, who are arguably one of the richest clubs in the world as well. You still have Arsenal that have done superb this season. They really have. Liverpool, massive team, big backing. So that kind of kind of weighs itself out, no matter what you look at it. Man City have eventually bought themselves the Champions League, but that's the nature of the game. As if we had the money, we would be spending it to do exactly the same thing. So... Scottish football become incredibly boring, I believe, because if you were attracting that kind of football... It, I mean, you're not going to get... Are you going to get 50,000 there when you're already won the league by Halloween? I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I feel like it would kind of take something away from the club. However, if somebody wants to come and just put money in, no questions asked, and let <laughs> us go on with how things are, yes, I'm all for that. Of course I am. But it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one. It's a bit of a strange one. I don't know how I would entirely feel. if so, Again, if somebody was just wanting to put in the money, like you said, mate, and things stay the way they are, the current board or whatever, maybe slight alterations to the board yes, but, and let it run as it's going, but there would just be a almost just a a, a, a free bank for us, then yeah, I'm all for it, and um, but I just don't see it happening, there's not enough return in Scottish football, there's not enough nah. there's not enough excitement, the league's too small the, the rest of the stadiums aren't great, taken away from maybe the big two um, in Scotland, again no disrespect to them, there's fantastic stadiums a lot of them, but they're not they're not of a grand stature, if that makes sense I think it would be interesting if somebody decided that they were going to buy the league, I think that's a completely different ball game, if they were going to decide that they were going to buy the entire league, but yeah, I'll say I'm 50-50 on that one. I'll say I'm 50-50 at best. So, Magic Finley, thanks very much, mate. I really do appreciate it. And next one is Kane's World. Uh, I don't even know. Kane's World. Oh, I I, that, if that's your name, that's cool. If your name is Kane's World, that's pretty cool. Um, apart from Sir Walter, Ali, who was your favourite manager for us and why? Ooh. That's a tough one, that. Ah, it's tough because I've grown up with Walter. 
for a considerable period of time. I, I was technically technically alive when Graham Souness was manager, but I, I'd say I was I too young. Too I don't young think I would. No, I wouldn't have been. No, I wouldn't have been. I was too too young to remember that, so yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I'd be cheating. So I, would, I grew up with Walter. Um, after that, favourite after Walter? That's a hard one, Carney. There's a few. Mm-hmm. No, thanks for that. Kishinya. <laughs> um, well, if you, think, if you think about it, after Walter, then you had the only real ones that kind of stand out is Alan McLeish mm-hmm. when he came, and even Stephen Gerrard to a point winning winning that title back. Um, I've had to go for one, maybe Alan McLeish. I, I advocate as well, but, yeah, but again, you get money flung at him and stuff. So it's it's that's a difficult yeah. one. Walter for me is it's Walter, and Aye. that's that to be honest. <laughs> but I, Alan McLeish for what he did, I thought Alan McLeish did well for Rangers. Came in, won two cups, won a treble with Rangers. Um, that was when the advocate team was was breaking up. We were getting rid of players and stuff, and I thought he. Um, I thought he got a good tune out of the Rangers players then. So, I, yeah, I'll go for McLeish. I think McLeish is a shout, mate. I think McLeish, is, his, time, his time at Rangers is pretty underrated, I think, um, for what he achieved in the time that he was here. Um, I liked McLeish. I still do. I still like McLeish now, even when you hear him speaking that now. I I, I really like him. Um, but for, for, for someone that I adored the way that I adored Walter Smith, and I'll put again. People made this. It was Stephen Gerrard for me. I I absolutely adored Stephen Gerrard. I couldn't believe it when I told you that day in the Loudon who the who the new Rangers manager was going to be, and you were going, "No, no chance." And I was like, "I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen." You get told off, good friend of the pod, uh, that it was happening, and uh, yeah, Stephen Gerrard just he, he epitomised this this figurehead that we needed at the club. Um, he epitomised that. And that's as, as, as much as a um, compliment as I can give him, that I wouldn't mention him in the same conversation as well, but I don't mean that. But in terms of being a stature of a man, I can imagine Stephen Gerrard walking in a changing room and everybody going very, very quiet when he walks in. That kind of aura about him, that kind of the presence of him. Uh, and I loved McLeish, I did. I liked Big Advocate as well, but things were... Things were crazy back then, <laughs> absolutely crazy. And I mean, in between all that, there, there's not really many more that you could really hang your hat on. Let's be honest, um, especially not during the banter years. There's not many. I mean, I didn't mind Mark Warburton. I'm not going to lie. I didn't mind him. I didn't mind what he was trying to do and his philosophy of football. Kind of lost his way pretty quickly, mind you. But I didn't really, didn't really bother me. Um, it didn't really offend me in any great way, and I quite liked him. Um, but yeah. Yeah, probably Stephen Gerrard for me. He's probably my, my, in my lifetime, anyway, in my lifetime. Obviously, we can go back and speak about Struth and Wallace and whatever else, but and Soonest as well, as you mentioned. But in my lifetime, um, the one the one that I adored is after Walter was Stephen Gerrard. It really was. I just, I, I loved the guy. I absolutely loved him. Uh, and that was before he even won as a title, mate. So, yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with Stevie G. But interesting, by the way, obviously, without, it goes without saying, everything we're asking tonight, please leave your answers um, in the comments. It'd be interesting to see what everybody's, what everybody's opinions are. Um, it would be good to get, a, get the chat going amongst the community. So, yes, um, thank you very much, Kane's World. Um, we'll move on to, I think it's Andrew Muir. Um, Bush Papa is that is that his, is that his handle on YouTube? But I'm I'm pretty sure that's Andrew Muir. Uh, pretty sure. Um, he's asked John Gregg received a CBE honour last week. Do you not think a knighthood would have been more appropriate? Yeah, well, for his for what he's done in football, for what he's done for Rangers, I mean, he's still he's still that Rangers. John Gregg. Um, it was quite. There was a few folk in football that got that award. Um, their carney. Um, but no, is he, is he an MBE as well, John Gregg? No, is he? Is you can't, you can't, can you have both? You get two? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're asking what the wrong Wal- guy, mate. What did Walter get? Walter he got an award. MBE. He got an yeah, MBE. So did McCoy. McCoy's got an MBE. Yeah, well. I, well, I, I remember McCoy's coming in with his MBE. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good video with that um, with your aunt, and they're all waiting for McCoy's coming in with this MBE. <laughs> 
he walks in, mate. Doesn't he? He's got yeah, it on up and he walks in. Oh, yeah. it's, it's quite good that one. But no, but John Craig, no, it's yeah. I, I don't know how you how it gets to the point how you get a knighthood or how you get an MBE or who who actually decides all this, to be honest. No, me neither. Because there's umpteen different folk with MBEs, even just normal people that have an MBE. Um mm-hmm. but it's um but John Gregg, I, I mean he's still like I say he's still high, but he's uh what is he? Is he like an ambassador at Rangers or something, John Craig? Uh, I think he's, he is. He's, 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 a, he's in amongst he's in amongst all the time. I think when new players come in, he shows them about and everything. He's yeah. there. He's there all the time. He's got a statue outside as well. That's where a lot of people meet, Carney. That's a frustration of ours because when we come out of the club, they can't move. If all, the, if all the places to meet, why are you meeting there? That uh, drives me bonkers, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. But no, yeah. But like I say, I don't know the protocols and how you do all that. But aye, fair play at them anyway. Yeah, no, I say I don't understand the whole protocol about it as well. But no, I mean, arguably John Gregg's the greatest ever, ever Ranger that we've ever had. I think he was voted that. I think wasn't he? He was voted the greatest ever Ranger. Um, and yeah, he deserves every every accolade, accomplishment, every award going. And that, as far as I'm concerned, um, he's a lovely lad, a lovely guy by all regards. I've never had the pleasure of meeting him, uh, but I know some people that have, and they just say he's an absolute gentleman and. Yeah, I mean, a knighthood probably would have been uh, probably would have been more appropriate, but we are, are also looking at this through blue tinted glasses. You must understand, but for what he's for what he's done for the club, um, for what he's done for Scottish football, really, um, I would have said John Gregg deserved the highest the highest award going. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not losing sleep over it. It's pretty, still a pretty good achievement. One to put on the resume that you've got a CBE. Um, what do they stand for? C- do you even know CBE? What's a CBE stand oh, don't for? Oh, ask something? me. That's that's when you need Scotia <laughs> here. To be honest, yeah, I'm going to look it up quickly mate, while we're doing it to see what it means. CBE means Commander of the Order of the British Empire. Oh, it's pretty cool. Scotia would definitely know that, hundred percent. He would know that. He would know that. I'm um, that for, for not knowing it, but yeah, I'm sure Dick Campbell from our broth got the same. The same one <laughs> did he? he did. No, I got it. I Dick Campbell got it. Um, no way. Services to football. I did. I'm sure he got. He's a character, but I'm sure he got it. Yeah, as a character as well. Yeah, he's been on that open goal. I think a couple of times as well. That Dick Campbell hasn't he? Oh, he's brilliant. I think, I'm sure he has. Uh, he's quite. Yeah, he's thinks. quite funny. Yeah, it does. It's quite funny. So, uh, Magic, thank you very much. Andrew, very much appreciated, mate. Um, next one, Mr. Largo. Do you think a couple of billionaire backers for two teams apart from the old firm would be welcome to mix up the top or do we prefer the status quo? Uh, I'll take this one first. I think anything to get more teams competitive towards the top of the league is a good thing. Um Obviously, I won't always want Rangers to win it. I do get that. But I, I think, and I've bitched on about this since we probably started this podcast, that the game up here is just so undersold. And the teams that aren't the top two, aren't the old firm, they just kind of pander to the, the footballing authorities in this country and they just kind of let them run the game any way they want. And we've been undersold I don't know how many times now and everybody's too scared to stand up to them because of the, the thought of, well, we could get, X amount of millions, but we if we do if we go after that, then we will not get this definite whatever it was half a million whatever it was. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I would like. And I, I want Aberdeen to become a super rich club, probably not. Um, but again, that's probably again a wee bit of bias running through me there. But I think anything to improve the game as a whole in Scotland, I would be all for. Um, it's always going to be, unfortunately, the top two. Um, but I think it would certainly be interesting. I think it would be interesting to see things if we didn't just have to look out for Celtic and Celtic didn't just have to look out for us. If there was somebody else that was that was chasing at the heels of both, I think it would be exciting. Um, as I say, we all like to go and watch Rangers win, of course we do, but we also want to be involved in an exciting league campaign. Um, as I say, if you don't have competition, then it's, there's not really much much for it, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I would be... Uh, whether I want two teams to be taken over, I don't know. Maybe an investment in Scottish football in a whole. I would probably be a like, kind of Harping back to the the question they asked about the Saudi takeover, but um, I would just like an improvement overall in Scotland and Scottish football. So we were well looked at as such a a lower quality league. I'll put it politely. And um, what's your thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, well, you want the league to be more competitive. You look at the league in the 
as it stands now, you look what Rangers and Celtic ended on points wise this season. Rangers Huge. ended up in 90 odd points and didn't win the league. And I don't know what the third place team off the top of my head was, but must have been an easy 20 plus points ahead of them, maybe 30 points plus ahead of um, was Aberdeen that finished third. So, uh, yeah, it, the rest of the teams, it's probably the poorest it's been in a long time, Carney, because you look. You used to look years ago before what happened to us, and you would look across. They would Celtic would look at us. We would look at them in terms of who they were playing, and the, both teams would drop points. You look now, they really 30, drop points. 30, 35 points. There you go, thirty-five points. So it shows how poor the league is outside the Celtic and Rangers. So it's um, yeah, it, it it would be good for these teams to be more competitive, but. They, they, they don't have the finances, unfortunately. And it's yeah. um, a lot of these guys that come into these clubs have a, a grand plan of, of trying to challenge Celtic and Rangers getting close, and they never do. The only one I can really think back to, I mean, I know Aberdeen kind of are pushing when we come back up, if you want to say, but we, we could have just come back up the league, so we weren't, we weren't fully ready at that point. The only one that you could really go back to is probably Hearts. I remember yeah. Hearts when I think Romanov had them, won their first nine or ten games in the league, um, and pushed pushed the two of them. I think they might have split us that year. I think we might have came third that year, possibly. I think they split us, but um, that's the last time I can really think of it when it was kind of competitive, to be honest, between another club outside Rangers um, and Celtic. But it's uh, I don't think it'll happen. I think it potentially could get worse next season. And it's um, that that's going forward next season. I know we're not here to talk about next season, but we need to cut out drawn points against these teams because they won't. When you look at this season, they didn't drop points against these other teams, and we hardly drop points, but it still cost us. So it's um, either leaks as poor as it's ever been, to be honest. Yeah, and now Brendan's coming back with a bag of cans as well, mate. So, I mean, he's going to have a point to prove, is he not? Uh, so, yeah, have you, have you ever seen so many people change their mind about a person in your life, mate? Because I certainly haven't. Um, I certainly haven't. Uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about that, but it did make me chuckle. I'm not going to laugh. It did make me chuckle. But, yeah, no, I agree, mate. I think, I th- quickly touching on next season, I think we're in for it. I think it's a tight season next season. Uh, again, um, I think it will be, yeah. be nip, and, nip and tuck pretty much the whole way. Um, I say I'm liking the recruitment that we're doing so far, but once Brendan's actually in and he starts recruiting who he wants, moving on who he wants to, then it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see the way it's going to go. And go. But as again, it's exciting. And if anything, it's levelled the playing field for next season um, slightly, um, I would say. I think both teams are kind of going into this way with freshness now um around it. So it'll be it will be an interesting one to see, that is for sure. Uh right mate. Um we'll move on to our next one. Um thank you, Mr. Largo, for your question. Uh Justin Muir, God bless America buddy. Um who is your all time favourite defender for our wonderful club? Defender. Uh, he probably meant that to ask to Scotia that, but he's not said. And Scotia isn't he here, so. <laughs> yeah, I know Scotia's answers. All time favourite defender. As an obvious one, it comes to me instantly because I, I grew up with him. Richard Goff for me. Mm, uh, it's yeah. got to be Richard Goff. There's lots of diff- good defenders we've had. You can rent them all off. But Richard, because I grew up through that nine in a row season, and Richard, he epitified a Rangers captain for me. I thought he was brilliant. Um, Put his head in where it hurts. I mean, I always that that bandage that he had down with the blood off. That's mm-hmm. he, he would he would die for Rangers. Richard Goff. He was um, a fantastic defender. After nine in a row, he went to America and then came back to Rangers. And was it not Toronto? He went. Was it not my? He went somewhere that neck of the woods. It was America or Canada. Yeah, um, and he was. Um, he came back during the when we were going for the, the tenth season. He came back, but yeah. he was, uh, aye, he was a fantastic player. Richard Goff, and you look at him now. I mean, that's yeah, I've got him in Facebook, but he, he looks the same. Richard Goff, he does. He's probably <laughs> just as fit now. He does. I think he does like triathlons and all that. I think his wife does that too. But um, aye, Richard Goff for me. Is that Scotia's or Scotia's Davy Beer? I think Scotia's is Richard Goff. 
I think Scotia is as Goff. I don't know who Ryan's would be. It's hard not for it to me. Richard Goff was the yeah. captain. The obvious like one. He, yeah. he was he was the skipper, wasn't he? He was just the captain. We grew up with him. And it was one of the ones that you always thought he was going to be there. And that image of him um, lifting the nine in a row trophy, mate, will be with me till the day I part, I part this off. Um, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the emotion in his face when he was lifting it. It's hard not to say Goff. It really is hard not to see him. Um, I like John Brown because he was a raving lunatic, uh, mm. and I, I'll give a shout to David Robertson as well. Um, I thought David Robertson was fantastic. I loved watching David Robertson playing football. He was a left back when I was started going to Ibrox, um, and I loved him. But I mean, you could start working your way through the years. I mean, we had Arthur Newman playing for us, Carlos Bocanegra, Carlos Queller, David Weir. I mean, absolute superb. Superb defenders, literally superb defenders. So there is quite a lot to choose from. Um, but I'm going to have to be boring and agree with you, mate. Because if I think of a Rangers centre half, I think of Richard Goff, and I think I'll, I think I always will. Obviously, before our generation, people are going to be discussing Butcher and the likes. Um, um, again, but I didn't get to see them play, so you always try to keep it relevant and 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 your your kind of lifetime. Um, but. In fact, to be different, I'll say David Robertson. I love David Robertson. I did. I thought he was great. Um, was before he was before his time, David Robertson, the way he played, hundred mm, percent, mate. Yeah, never forget that goal that he scored against Celtic, and it was cut off. Remember at Ibrooks, there was absolutely no reason for it to be cut off. Remember, kind of broke down the left hand side and just kind of fired in and went up yeah, into the roof, yeah, yeah. roof of the net. He ran off celebration and get cut off. I'm sure that one get disallowed. I'm pretty sure it did. Um, I think I was. I can't remember the score that game. Three each, maybe. See, my memory shocking. Should we should do our research before we do podcast, mate? Um, but no, I'll say for different for to go a slightly different. I'll say David Robertson, but I mean, it's just golf, isn't it? It is, unfortunately. Uh, Magic Justin, thank you very much, mate. Uh, Callum G has asked, who would you, who would be your three players slash managers, past or present, you would invite to a dinner party, and why? Oh. Oh. Three, three managers and three players, or just no, three. Either like a combination, mate. So All right, okay. You've got three. You've got a man to pick. You can pick from managers or players, and you've got three to go from past or present. That who you would like at a dinner party and why? So we'll both say Smith. Yes. Yeah, well, I've met Walter Smith. I've, I've had time with him. Yeah, Walter. Well, Walter's good. Walter's got a good dry sense of humour, but he's um, yeah, he's yeah. Um, no, he's decent. Yeah, Walter, go Walter. Right, I would definitely say Walter. Who would I go before that? Can you imagine sitting in the same room with Bill Struth and Walter Smith talking about Rangers? Can you imagine that? <laughs> Can you imagine something along the lines of that, mate? That would be incredible. And Sunus as well. Have imagine them three in it. Oh my goodness! That is, I'm actually here's here's my face. I stand up thinking about something like that. If that could ever happen, that would be incredible. Um, well, there's my three. In fact, we'll do that. We'll do. There's my three managers. That's the three managers that I would like to sit at a dinner party. If you, if you do, if you do it that way, three managers, three players. I mean, Matthew management from Walter, an obvious. Um, Graham Sunnis, I think I'd, I'd have to put Graham Sunnis in there just for what he's done, not even with Angels, but in football in general. Yeah. I'd love to ask him about that Fenerbahce when he put that flag right in the middle of the park as well, it ran through his head. What was um, he thinking? Yeah, and somebody else. Bill Struth's an obvious one. Um, Maybe Gerard. that'd be quite good. Yeah, Gerard. Put him in there. Yeah, maybe Gerard. Because you would just love to hear his stories, wouldn't you? I'd love to hear all about Stephen Gerrard's stories. Um, but yeah, right, throw three players. Alan McCoyst, because he's he's good bands. Yeah. You would have to have you would have to have Coyster, I think. Um oh, that's that's tough, man. That is really, really difficult. Um who else could we pick, mate? Who else could we pick? So I, I would say McCoyst, definitely. Maybe Cooper. I'd love to meet David Cooper. If I had ever had the chance, I'd love to have met him. Um, See, I'm thinking if I'm going for dinner with these folks, I, I want a bit of banter. No, no, I want a bit of noise. <laughs> See, Gascoigne for me would be on that table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, him and McCoyst, the two of them would be... 
You could even throw Durant in there, the three of them. That'd yeah. be an absolute nightmare, but... Yeah, you could. Yeah, that would be good. Um, I mean, Loudrop's an obvious one for me, but I wouldn't say that he's the biggest kind of personality, yeah, if you I like. Don't think he, yeah, you know I, I mean? don't think he would, yeah. He's not like the kind of biggest of like personalities, I don't think. Um, Scotty Arfield would be good in a night out. You would know that. <laughs> you would know <laughs> that. You've been on a night out with Scotty. Um, Scotty Arfield would be good on, on a night out. But if I had to pick three, so yeah, McCoy's... I'd love to meet David Cooper. I'd literally would absolutely love to meet David Cooper. Um, he's probably my favourite Rangers player that I didn't ever get to see with my own my own two eyes. And oh, oh it's difficult, man. Yeah, Gaza. Yeah, Gaza and his prime man to sit and have a conversation with them three. That would be that would be pretty. That would be pretty good. So who was yours, McCoy? Guys and because the three of them played in the yeah, same year, and I'd want yeah. and I'd want just the stories, and I think they'd be a laugh to be honest. That's yeah. That's fair enough, mate. Um, that's fair enough. Thank you, Cal, mate. Really do appreciate it. You could probably put a combination of about a million together for yeah. different players that you would love to be able to sit and have a chat with. Um, Sandy Jardin as well, love to be able to sit and have a chat with him. Um, I think that would that would be incredible. Um, it really would. John Gregg as well. I'd love to hear his stories. I mean, you, you could just go on. You could really could just go on. Um, I say we've we've all met Gorham. Had a chat with Gorham and stuff as well. Um, and uh, he used to drink the same pub as us for a bit, mate. And uh, he was always he was always good for a story as well. But there's just so many. There is literally just so many. Yeah. But interesting question again. Leave. Let us know what yours. Let us know. Let us know what yours would be. Um, right, thank you very much. Um, Billy McWhorter, um, there's been a lot of great victories against Celtic. My favourite was a 3 0 um, winning game um, at Parkhead, the Gels Huddle, um, etc. What's your favourite Your favorite victory against Celtic, mate? Oh, goodness me, man. Goodness me, that is a difficult one. Now, there's, 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 there's a lot. There is a lot. Um, walk one comes to you first. There's there's one that comes to my mind. Um, it's on Sky Sports a lot. They do a lot of the games yeah, in the, the past. If you know what I mean, days and whatever. It's yeah. always one, and it it was at New Year. Walter was the manager. Rangers beat Celtic at Ibrox three one. You remember the Alberts free kick? Yeah, and I mean, then yeah. It went one each, and Eric Bo Anderson come on and scored two goals Eric in the Bo. last. Bit. Super and Eric a, Bo. And there's a there's an image of an image, but Walter goes down the touchline with that big jacket, getting it loudy. That I remember that game. That I'd probably put that up there. I mean, there's tons of games that we've beaten them, ah, and but but that that's one that came to my mind straight away. That one. Yeah, there is there is so many. There is absolutely so many. The day we won the league at Parkhead as well. I I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll never point. forget that. I wasn't I wasn't at that unfortunately. I think my dad was at that. I'm pretty sure my dad was there at that one. Um but no, I wasn't at that one. Um there's there is so many, man. There's literally so many. Barry Ferguson's final with the Loving Crans one as well. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Incredible day. Absolutely incredible day. Uh you know what game I really enjoyed that I was at? And it might have been something to do with the alcohol I was consuming at the time, not gonna lie. But the so you remember a four-two game at uh, Ibrooks where Stephen Naismith scored and he kept running up the right, crowd up, and doing, covering yeah. his ears and all that. Yeah, the goals and that one and the Kyle Lafferty one when it took him ages to, yeah, um, to put it in. Yeah, he put it in. But the one I think that I've been at that was the most, I mean, chaotic celebration was when Morris Edu scored. Um, the last minute goal. That was that was ridiculous. That <laughs> I mean, that was absolutely bonkers. That um, that was a crazy, crazy time. But I've been it. I've been at so many. I I've been so many. Even ones at Hamden as well. I've been to. I've been, I have been to so many, and it'd be really difficult for me to pin one down. Um, but. Yeah, I'll go for the Edu one just because of the the absolute limbs and scenes at the end of it. <laughs> it was incredible because we'd pretty much secured the league then after we won yeah, that. So went ten um, points clear. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Went ten points clear. So that one was that was good. And I couldn't have told you. I couldn't have told you who scored that goal until it was announced that who scored that. I had no idea who had scored. Chris Boyd should have scored. 
Yeah, should do. Aye, didn't make an arse of it. Bocanegra was it was it was Boogie one? No, well, Bocanegra. It was Boogie. Bocanegra. But who's Bocanegra? He obviously an American guy, isn't it? He's been he's been linked with that to be our new. Aye, no, I know it's been poo pooed. Yeah, I'll go for that one just because absolute. It was just scenes. It was scenes. But yeah, again, let me know what everybody. I want I want to know everybody's because there'll be ones that you'll see and I'll go. Oh, I forgot over that one that was a cracker um, so yeah brilliant um, thank you very much Billy right this one mate <sighs> Jay McGregor if uh, yes I McGregor sorry my eyesight I McGregor I apologise um, if you were making a Rangers Mount Rushmore mate who would you have on it and there's four faces on Mount Rushmore in case you wanted to know Gosh, anyone Rangers related manager player doesn't matter who anyone Anyone, anyone. I'm pretty sure if you were making something like that for Rangers, they're going to need to have quite a, quite a stature, quite a legacy, quite a reputation Bill, behind them, mate. But Bill's truth. Yeah, I'd agree. Walter Smith. I'd agree. Alan McCoyce, because he's all-time goal scorer. Okay. And... Dalcio, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon um, Barker. Aye, no, aye, this is a wind-up at the end. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Bell. Jimmy Bell, very good shout, mate. Very, very good shout. And now, honestly, it's hard for me not to just name founding fathers here because without them, we wouldn't be here. Uh, we wouldn't be. We wouldn't have this team. Um no disrespect to Jimmy, but based on this, I would agree with your three mate. To, your three mate, to be honest, uh, I think John Gregg probably deserves a shout up there. I don't know if we could narrow it down to just four. Um, and Struth, Struth maybe slightly more deserving than Smith. I'm sorry, Walter. Um, I, I am, but Struth maybe slightly more um, deserving than Smith. And Tom Valance, mate, because he's we are named after the, we are named yeah. after him in a in a long winded way. We are named after uh, this podcast is named after Tom Valance. He was the first Rangers captain, um, so it'd be hard not to for, for selfish reasons not to have him there. But I mean, to when you when you, questions like this, mate, always make me sit and think about just how many people have been such a massive part of this club's history. Um, really, like there is there is far too many you could sit and get into. Um, but the McNeil brothers as well. I mean, you can't really not include them. Do you know what I mean for the, everything that they've done? And it's Fred. You would need quite a big mountain, I think, put it yeah. that way, because you would need to put a lot of faces on it. Uh, so yeah, to nail mine down. I'll go, yeah, I'll go Struff. Oh, sorry, Walter. I really am sorry. Tom Valance, um, McCoyst and Jimmy Bell. That would be my, and you'd put, you'd put Smith in instead of Tom Valance, which is fair yeah. enough, which is fair enough. But look, again, another one you could come up with a million combinations about. You really could. There's, there's plenty that deserve a mention that um, wouldn't, that wouldn't be on that cut. It would be too hard to get it down to. Get it down to just four. But no, good question, mate. Thank you very much. I McGregor. Um, I really do appreciate it. Right, mate, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, Dr. Logan has asked, I don't know why these, I need to tell you to leave your names next time because your name, are you a doctor? I mean, we'll soon find out. Uh, who's your most underrated players we've ever had or guys who don't get the love from fans that they maybe deserve? Um, though one that comes straight to the top of my mind from me growing up, Jonathan Johansson, mate, I adored him. I thought he was great. I loved him, everything about him. I'd like just the way he, the, he, how fast he was when he. I, there was something about him. There was something about Johansson that I just loved. And when he left, I was gutted when he left. Uh, yeah, Johansson, I remember really liking. Um, I mean, I, I don't think he was not liked by the fans though. I just ultimately wasn't really that good enough. Uh, but I always. I always liked him. Always liked him. In modern times, oh man, <laughs> man oh man. Um, I don't know. You go, you go, you come up with something. If I'm going back a wee bit from see that nine in a row season, and I thought he was a steady player for us and never let us down. Scored at Parkhead as well. Alec Cleland. Hmm, Cleland, yeah. Alec a bit Cleland. of a cult hero, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Cleland. 
but a cult hero. Um, yeah, he was probably he probably a little bit underrated. Um, maybe didn't get the respect that he deserved. There's man, there's so many. I think like I I know everybody knows that Stuart McCall was a great player, but I don't think he really gets as much credit as he probably deserved. McCall was a great player. He was an absolutely super player, hard as nails, man. He was a great player. Um, but there, there is quite there is quite a lot. But Johansson is one I always remember. I just thought he was great. I didn't want him to leave. Uh, I don't really know why, actually. I don't really know why. Uh, but I did. I really liked liked Johansson. Right now, it's it's, it's Sakala, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> it just is. I mean, I know a lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. Not hate him. Hate him is probably a bit too harsh a word, but don't rate him or whatever. But the guy's goal involvement's just off the off the charts, man. Um, Sakala would be the, the modern day one. Who would do you say Sakala in this current squad? In the current squad we've got right now, underrated. I'm sort of rattling through who we've got here. <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of these players, people went rid of this this season. Yeah, that's so true. That's I'm true. trying to think of somebody kind of underrated. Um, in a kind of weird way, Carney, I'll probably get slack in the comments for this one. I'll get slack for um, Ryan. He is a hero, but at the same time, he isn't. He he, he splits the Rangers' support. Tav for me, maybe. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll be. Um, he, I know like... folk, folk go, I his figures going forward are brilliant, but he's not a defender. But um, I think folk in years to come, when he retires, will look back and go, what a what a what a bit of business he was for two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, um, uh, as I say, I've, I've, I've defended Tav quite a lot on this podcast, mate, and I would agree with that. I did think of Tav. I did think oh, possibly Tav in here. Um, but yeah, you get slaughtered, mate. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to let you die on that, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, you can okay. die on it. <laughs> um. Oh no, I've just lost them all. Give me a dead professional. I do get this dead professional. I've just lost where I was. Um. We've done that one. We've done that one. There we go. So Aldo's asked two to finish up, mate. Um, how many goals will Big Sam Lammers get this season? And he also says, keep up the great work, lads. I love this podcast. Thank you very much, Aldo. It's very nice of you. It depends where he plays. Because I, I yeah. don't think I don't think he's gonna be well, it depends what formation Bill's gonna play next season. We we don't know. There's Scotia thinks he might play that too, if you want to say, which he was kind of tinkering with to the tail end of the season when it was your pals Matondo and Sakala playing eight positions. But um, it depends where he plays. If he plays as a 10, I mean, it could be a foil for somebody else up there. I would like to think wherever he plays in that, if you want to say front line, because I don't think he's going to be our out-and-out striker next season, can he? Mm-hmm. I don't think he will be. Um, I would be expecting fifteen goals off him next season. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking fourteen to sixteen. Genuinely, mate, I was like fourteen to sixteen. I would like to think we would get somewhere around that. Look <clears throat> again. The, the, this guy's already split opinions, but amongst Rangers fans, and he's not even kicked a ball for us yet. Typical Rangers fans, mate. Honestly, we'd start a debate on a in an empty room. Um, but. You've got to give him the, the chance. You've got to give him the benefit of the doubt, surely. Do you know what I mean? He's now a Rangers player, so there's only one thing for us to do, and that's to support him. And I'm, again, I'm one for, I don't watch him like I'm, I'm a hypocrite because when we were first linked, the first thing I did was look at his stats and I went, oh no, well, it sounds like just what we need a guy that scored, was it six goals in three years? Is six that what it was? Three years, eh? Yeah, you're like, whoa, I had two goals a year, superb, brilliant. I think Alan McGregor's had more goals than that in his career. Um, but You've got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I say I, I I trust Bill in terms of what he's trying to do with um, recruitment and and the kind of players that he's wanting to attract to the club. Um, obviously, just quickly we'll quickly touch on stuff, mate, because it's came up. It looks like the the Des is it Dessers? Dessers. Like that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Dessers looks like that's off. That looks like it's not happening, and it doesn't look like we're getting Tillman now either, which I expected. I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect Tillman to. Tillman to stay, but Rangers are weirdly making money out of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so Ross I mean, Wilson. Like a million, 
Ross Wilson, <laughs> a wee, a wee yeah, present yeah, for us before he left. Is that a million or something like that? Just over a, a million, million plus, plus a million plus ten percent of what they sell them on for, yeah. I, I, mate, I, oh, mate, good bit of I mean, it is a good bit of business. I've never heard anything like that before in my life, but so we're not buying a player, but we're getting money for him. Yep. Oh, <laughs> crazy. But what do you think of that? Quickly we'll talk. I know you can touch on it more on Friday, but not Tillman not signing. I'm, the longer it went on, mate, I'm not shocked. Yeah, I, a lot of folk will go, why do we pay him money? Why do we pay him money? I don't think he wants to play in Scotland, tell me. I That's think true as well, to, yeah. Ultimately, it's down to the boy where he wants to go. I think he wants to go to a bigger league. There's obviously a clause in the contract, Carney, that says they can um, they can terminate it and the compensation is Rangers get a million pounds and 10% of, of the sell-on. So, to me, some it's some deal, by the way, for us. I know we're not getting Tillman, and, but say, hypothetically, he moves to England for 10 million this summer. Two million quid we've got for for doing nothing, and we got a season out on last season. Mm-hmm. Byron might Byron might look at us going forward and go, potentially we could send players there and do the same. So it it could be a good link up, but yeah, I'd, I'd no qualms with it at all. I don't think he wants to be. I don't think he wants. To, I don't think it's Rangers. If Rangers were in a bigger league, yeah, he'd come and play with question. Rangers. But it's yeah, because it's in Scotland, he doesn't want to come back to Scotland. I 100% agree, mate. I do. I think that's probably the biggest factor of it all. It's where we play football. It's not who yeah. we are. It's where we play football. So, yeah, I would agree with that, mate. Um, I would agree with that. I mean, it's a shame. It is a shame. But, I mean, if, if Bayern are deciding that they're, they're going to be a feeder club for us, I will take it. <laughs> I will happily take that. I think of some of the names that's came through their ranks, man. So, um, I would happily take that. But uh, yeah, we'll obviously you can pick that up more on, on Friday, mate. So we'll finish up with the last one again from Aldo. Um, what is your favourite old firm goal ever, mate? Um, his, Aldo's, is David Cooper's when he chips over two or three Celtic players and slots it through the keeper's legs. So what's your favourite ever old firm goal? Oh God, there's a lot. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, I've got one. I've got... I've probably got two, actually. Uh, but my first one is one that I was at. And again, it was another one where it was just pure scenes. And it was the 2-1 win at Hamden when Jelovic scored after Weiss hit, Weiss oh, hit a quick free hit kick. Post and and I hit the post and rolled in. And I've probably told this story before, but I think I'm pretty sure that was a game that David was at, was my big cousin. And he was honestly about must have been about 20 rows in front of us and exactly the same kind of seats, but he was 20 rows in front of us and I ended up next to him <laughs> after that goal went in and he's just grabbing me and I'm grabbing him and I'm like, I don't even know how I get down here, mate. I don't even know how I get down here. But that was a, that was a good goal. That was a good day. That was a great feeling, um, that one. Um, so, yeah, which goal, that was good. Uh, Gaza's header at Ibrooks when they ran up. They just hit the bar. They hit the bar. We, we broke up the pitch. Gaza literally, it's if you watch that goal back now, um, you, Gaza knows he's about to score. You just watch him, like he knows I'm going to score here, like I'm going to score. And the way he plays it out to the left hand side, I think it's Alberts that crosses it in for him. And there he is, middle of the box, mate. Header, it's just the way it hit the back of the net, and the way the keeper dives kind of out the way of it, and the way he runs away, shouting that he's going out tonight. Uh, I absolutely loved that goal. I absolutely loved that goal, and um, from Gaza, that's one that I'll always think of. Um, oh, there's so many. Loudrop's one at Parkhead where the slips at the boy slips in the middle of the pitch, yeah. and he shoots for about forty yards. <laughs> Barry's it in the bottom corner. Absolutely loved that goal. Absolutely loved that one. Um, his one at Ibrox is good as well. Um, that's the same. I think that was the same game that David Robertson goal I was talking about. I think that's that same game. Um, right, you've had plenty of time. I've named hundreds there. There's a few that come to mind. There was the one at uh, Parkhead. I think it was a cup game. I'm sure, we won it two 0 I think it was McCoy's final old firm game. Whip ball, whip ball by um, Alberts, I think it was. Ball bounces and McCoy straight in the middle of the goal. Head it in the back and he drops to his knees and does that. And yeah. Richard Goff comes over and kisses him. Yeah. And then Alberts in the same game drives through. Oh, I just about three, four players and rifles it right in the top corner, which Great was goal. an absolute screamer. But the, yeah. the one in more modern times, I say modern times, it was, it was still a while ago. Mendes, the one that came oh, back out to him and he just died. rifled it right in the corner. 
he didn't score shite goals, Mendes, and that was a no. sweet one. Unbelievable! That was an unbelievable. The commentary for it was brilliant as well. I loved yeah, it. Mendes, that oh, was tremendous, mate. It was Kenny Miller's volley as well. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good goal. That's a very good goal. Yeah, Kenny Miller just got praise off me. Um, that was a very good goal. Um, that's it. Naismith's one. That's in that one. I was talking about earlier outside his boot and the top bag. Sonia Luko's goal as well. Absolute peach. Love Albert's that. free kick I was talking about earlier on. Yeah, that one. An absolute screamer as well, mate. But say, Loving Crunch's header, probably as well. Um, mm. My dad always tells a story about Loving Crunch's header. He was sitting in the south stand up at Hampton. And he said the way that it came into the net, it looked like it was going past the net. So there was like a group in this one angle that it was, there was about. I don't know how many people all thought it had went wide and then they, my dad said they'd just seen the net ripple and he said and then it was just absolute chaos from there. My dad doesn't like seeing the bouncy happens at Ibrooks and the club deck moves. My dad can't stand that. <laughs> like he does not like the feeling of it. So, but obviously you can imagine what that show stand up was like. Uh-huh. And he said he very quickly sat down and kind of held on to his chair. But yeah, there is, there, look, there is so many. There is absolutely so many. Um, I mean, even in the modern days, mate, our food's goal. Do you know what I mean? A cracker, the one at Hamden. Brilliant. <laughs> Superb. Um, there are so many. Ryan Jack's goal as well, for what it meant, I think, with Ryan Jack's goal. Um, at that at that stage, anyway. At that stage, Morelos finally scoring against him after about 150 million chances to do so. Also quite enjoyable. Um, Big Hollanders, header as well. That was scenes at that. It was limbs first, at that. First right. full house at Ibrox after COVID. Yeah, you could be here or you could be here all day, mate. Just talking about all the ones that we've seen. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's absolutely there's millions of them. There's absolutely millions of them. Uh, and I imagine if we were to really sit down, I would imagine that Super Alley scores quite a lot of the ones that are, that are people's favourites because that's just what he done. Um, that's just what he done. So yeah, magic. Yeah, that'll do us, mate. And um, we've worked our way through all of them, mate. That's pretty good. And um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, all our channel members, for getting involved in that. It's always nice to do this, get a wee break, and to give you a little something back. Um, so we'll definitely do it again. We we will definitely do it again. So keep your eyes peeled for it. If you want to be involved the next time, like I said at the start, just sign up to the channel and you'll see it on the community tab when we put things like this out. So for tonight, Alistair. Thank you very much. No problem. That was good. Something a bit different. Um, without the, the usual Rangers news. I know we had we dropped a wee bit in there with Tillman yeah, and yeah. Dessers, but um I'll bring that on Friday. I'll um yes, we'll be back. I think it's been Scotia on Friday. So yes, hopefully there's some more more even more news for Rangers to talk about on Friday too. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, as Ali mentioned, I will be. I won't be on the pod on Friday. I have other plans, but I'll leave you in the very capable hands of the B team. The B team. I'm sure you'll be. Yeah, <laughs> you will be absolutely fine with that. So yeah, as I say, they'll be back on Friday. So before you go, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel. We're on the push to five thousand subscribers for this season, which is just mental. It really is. But yeah, we are. We'll have different things coming as well through the summer, and we're going to keep it ticking over. Don't just worry about that because we like doing this. That's what it's all about and we, we, we enjoy it so um, as I say there's a, a few things in the pipeline as well so um, just keep your eyes peeled and we'll, we'll bring something back but as I say the lads will be back on Friday um, and I'll, I'll say hopefully the Ali doesn't play, play the outro at the start that would be quite Probably good will. Do you, me, do, you want, do you want me to name the video? Do you want me to name outro, intro and intro, outro so you might do I do that so I can ask it I <laughs> nice one so yes everybody uh, again thank you for tuning in uh, they say the boys will speak to you on Friday so we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast cheers everybody Sports Social Podcast Network